Welcome to Bespoke Diaries, today's article is on, Defying to Odds, From the Village to Executive Corridors and Bookpreneurship, by Becky Zungu, Founder, CEO, Motivational Speaker, Mabedlana Group, South Africa. Becky's professional career has been a very colorful and exciting one, especially given his low starting base as a shy village boy from a poor household. Sheer determination and a can-do spirit enabled him to rise to the upper echelons of business management and to report directly to CEOs. At some point in his career, he left the world of big corporates to become the CEO of his own business. He have also had the privilege of serving in the boards of directors and in the business world, it doesn't get better than that. His journey has not been straightforward though. Whilst the desire to document and share his life story has always lingered in the background, the inspiration to start writing came from the challenges that he came across, when he finally made the bold transition from being a full-time employee to running his own consulting business, Mabedlana Group Consulting, proudly named after his village. That move was not the first, though. Prior to that, he had left his job as the head of audit, risk and compliance at a financial services company to join a friend's startup consulting business, in the capacity of associate director, with the hope that he would ultimately become a director and a shareholder. However, not very long after that, Becky's role proved difficult, with the biggest challenge being that we needed to find clients, and very fast, in order for the business to generate the much-needed income and become sustainable. For the first time in his working life, he was also directly responsible for finding clients and it was such a stressful exercise. When the going got even tougher, he volunteered to take a pay cut, and the only option he saw as feasible going forward was to bounce back to the corporate world. Therefore, he joined a big African telecommunications company, as the senior manager responsible for the risk management. However, the desire to be his own boss was too strong, as it was something he always intended to do from his university days. Thus, instead of settling down at the telecommunications company, he once again found himself itching to launch his own business, which he finally did after working for the telecommunications company for under 24 months. When he left full-time employment, Becky basically went from a senior management position with what many would consider to be exciting company benefits, guaranteed salary, pension, performance bonuses, free telephone calls etc., to being the CEO of a new and unknown business entity, Mabedlana Group Consulting. In his new job, he had no guaranteed salary or benefits. Instead, he had faith, hope and a can-do spirit. He was confident that his business would become a success and ultimately provide him and his family with a comfortable lifestyle. When he ultimately started his own business, his wife had somehow experienced what it entailed, based on his days at the friend's startup consulting business, but he assured her that things would be different because, unlike at the friend's company, he would be completely in charge of his business. He told her just wait and see, things will work out and they will live a very good life. Unfortunately, the opposite happened. Months passed and the chances of securing consulting work, even from his former employer, slowly faded away. With no money coming into the bank account, the savings started running dry. Things became even worse when he had a freak car accident, resulting in my Mercedes-Benz C240 being written off. 
because he no longer had a salary at that time, the replacement car that he could afford to buy was a navy blue 1993 Nissan Maxima, which he bought for about R35000 after an extensive search. Just before his car accident, he had started to wonder if time had not come, after all, to eat his humble pie and ask for his normal job back. As a result of the car accident, the anxiety of not having a stable source of income got the better of him. Long story short, he arranged a meeting with the head of HR and his former line manager, to ask for his old job back but it was too late. They later gave the job to an internal candidate, his former subordinate. He just didn't know how to tell his wife the news but when she found out, all he could say was Ish, I didn't know how to tell you, but don't you worry, God will make a way. Something is going to come up. He had to say something positive. His sanity depended on it. Even though my business plan had floundered badly, and the most natural reaction would have been panic, anxiety and despair, he was, however, able to soldier on because of a strong conviction that he would indeed bounce back. He was not certain how long it would take him to rise again from the ashes like a phoenix, but he did not anticipate that it would take him close to 10 years. Well, the journey to financial recovery was not very easy. It had more ups and downs. Becky had gone back to the corporate world to start all over again, but just as he was beginning to adjust to corporate life, slowly recovering from the financial ruin, buying better looking cars again, and even buying a bigger house. Interestingly, throughout the trials and tribulations that we went through, he did not regret the decision of starting his own business, because he had taken it by faith and his intention was to make our lives better. Naturally, there would be days where he would feel down but he would always make sure not to drag his family into to those dark moments. Becky had the confidence that no matter what, they would surely rise again. There was no other option. When he bounced back to corporate, he joined a property division of a large logistics parastatal as a consultant, but that was after the revival of his love for writing and publishing, and that was the birth of Mabedlana Group Publishing and 2023 books and publishing of his first book titled Don't Be Afraid to Fail. But where does Becky Zungu come from? He grew up in Mabedlana village, in Zululand, which is located in Ulundi, a town close to the historic sites where the Zulu nation grew from a tiny tribe to a very powerful nation which ultimately humiliated the mighty British army at the Battle of Isambluwana in 1879. That fascinated him as a young boy. He did not have any role models for the career he chose to pursue and despite his very poor background, he worked hard at school, always striving for the top 10 positions in class from primary school to high school. It was that attitude that helped him to believe that he could achieve anything that he set his eyes on. That is why he was able to force his way to university even when he had not secured any funding, and his father had passed away in the middle of his grade 12 studies. He dreamt big and convinced himself that he too, was also entitled to go to university, and achieve great success in the business world. That was despite the fact that his family did not have the means to fund him and during his grade 12 year, he had sent out as many bursary applications as possible and received just as many regret letters. He has a very interesting family organogram which always fascinated him. 
His father was born in 1906, and his mother was born in 1937, and that is a 31-year age gap between them, making it a serious chicken murder scenario. His father was, therefore, already 67 years old when he was born. Another fascinating for a curious boy that he was, because he had cousins who were born before the 1940s, and his maternal grandfather was his father's age. Because he spent his formative years with his maternal grandmother, he was inspired by his maternal grandfather's small holding, called Mpokabalang. Loosely translated, it meant the one who forces to be a white man, because he modeled his small holding on the ideas he got from the white farmers where he had worked as a young man. The small holding had all sorts of fruit trees i.e. orange, nachi, lemon, pawpaw, guava, prickly pear, mango, peach, pineapple etc. which were beautifully set up in a row formation. The two main things he learned from his grandfather, were patience and the importance of hard work which are the traits he possesses. He is very passionate about career guidance, workplace readiness and small business development initiatives, and has made presentations in various locations and has also engaged with young people through regional and community radio stations. During his training at a firm of auditors, Deloitte, he was actively involved in Project Siakula Accounting, in which he and his colleagues provided high school learners from Atteridgeville Township with extra accounting lessons. This love for empowering others started at a very tender age when he taught Sunday school at the church, where his father was a preacher, and interestingly, his wife was one of the learners there but that is not to say that is where he earmarked her, no. It is this passion for social entrepreneurship that led to him establishing Mabedlana Group Foundation and Mabedlana Group Awards, through which he advanced his community development initiatives. Bookpreneurship, he has authored the following books, Don't Be Afraid to Fail, title later changed to You Too Can Rise Again, The Rejected Proposals, What Entrepreneurs Go Through, Why Are You Getting Married, Corporate Humor, and From Small Beginnings to Big Brands. When the traditional book distributors rejected him, I decided to go directly to his customers by implementing a book distribution model which has proved very successful. It involves fulfilling the book orders using courier companies like DSV. The Courier Guy, PostNet, Paxi, Aramex, and other books have been distributed using other non-traditional channels like supermarkets and convenient shops. Over the years, he has been featured in various publications, Drum Magazine, The Star New Newspaper, New Age Newspaper, Rudaport Northsider Newspaper, and has also been interviewed on a few radio stations, Uxi FM, Radio Quizzy, East Coast Radio, Voom FM, Massif Metro FM, Iquetzi FM, as well as 1KZN TV. Of all the media coverage, he has received to date, the article by the Daily Sun newspaper, in November 2014, titled The Success of Failure, stands out, but I like the subtitle even more, which is, Becky is the man who tries and fails but he is not afraid to try. When he saw it for the first time though, it shocked him. That was because he had suggested to the journalist that the title of the book, Don't Be Afraid to Try, would be good enough as the headline, and that is what he had expected to see. In retrospect, however, he realized that the headline she used was in fact spot on, as it captured the essence of his story. Thank you for your time. 
Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Do leave your thoughts in the comments section below. For similar type of article please reach us at contact at thebespokediaries.com or you can visit our website www.thebespokediaries.com.